Let's see now. Uh, uh, let's see now. Um, um, uh, let's see. I'm in the studio, and and uh, let's see. My beer should be coming in any second. Oh, oh, we're on the air. Hello, hello. Hello. All the equipment set over here. I mean, I, I don't seem to care myself. We, we, we hear myself. Am I connected? Oh boy, I better find out if this is connected or anything. Uh, 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 because when our comes, I, I don't know. Because I, I don't hear anything. I, I don't know if this is working. Is this working? Hello. Testing one two one two. Uh, is the button on maybe i, I don't know uh, there are people out there hear me uh, 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 hello 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 oh i'm starting to hear something oh, oh i started to hear oh, oh now i'm hearing something whoa oh, amazing amazing what a little switch of a little button can do all right anyways um uh, uh hi everybody and welcome once again to story time with rabbi yitzhak and of course his sidekick uh-oh, Ramirez came inside. Hi, Ramirez, how are you? Uh, are you upset that I got here first? Absolutely not, because this way you can keep my seat warm. Okay, now that you took care and kept my seat warm, uh, could you please go into the other chair? Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm in the other seat. Okay, Rabbi Herbs, uh, what are we going to do today? What do you think we're going to do? We always tell stories. It's story time with Rabbi Yitzhak, remember? Oh, yeah, and a sidekick, remember? Oh, yeah, so I'd love to give a sidekick. What? Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> we make a good team, don't we? Oh, yes, we do. Okay, so now, <clears throat> I'd like to remind everybody that you're listening to jrootradio.com. And if you'd like to text a message or text a request of a story or something of that nature, or any suggestions for the radio show, uh, then by all means, text 347-927-8399. And if you want any information of how you could help out the radio station by donating some uh, uh, much-needed money to help the station function and everything, then... Uh, I like, you know, like just before, like one of the wires were ripped or something like that, and then I couldn't hear myself. And imagine if we had a little bit more money, then we could go over, and then and then we could, you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm, you, you know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. So uh, that's also, and of course, the rent and the equipment and everything. Sure, sure, no question about it. Okay, so you can listen to us live on, uh, like I said, at jredradio.com. Or you can listen to us uh, live on the telephone, 712-432-4217. That's right. You can do that also. And you can listen to us live and our archives by listening to 718-506-9099. And, of course, after the uh, radio show, after that, after my show is over, you can actually call in to tell us, actually, no, the show won't be over because that's part of the show. That's right. You know, when, when you give answers, uh, when you give answers, uh, um, uh, I, oh, there's a request already coming up over here. Can you please say the story that you remember last year? Uh, thank you so much. Oh, that's a very interesting uh, question. Um, I'm going to consider it for next week, Bezos Hashem, right? Rabbi Herbs, we'll consider it for next week. Oh, that's a great idea, uh, because I first have to get permission that I could use. Well, you know, actually, it's my story, but it's their story, production. But whatever, you know, I mean, yes, I'll, I'll get, per, I'll, well, yes. Uh, you'll remind me, Yossi, to, to get permission. I'll be more than happy to tell if they say it's okay. All righty. <laughs> wow, that's a fantastic story. Wow, I'd love to hear it. Uh, I would love to hear it also. 
So, okay. So now, uh, let's see. Where are we holding? I don't know. We're holding. I know what you're holding. What am I holding? You're holding a card that says the telephone numbers and everything. Oh, yes. That's correct. Okay. So here we go. So we said all of this thing. And now uh, if you want to send donations to Jayrit Radio, it's 2829 Nostrand Avenue, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, 11229. Of course, saying Brooklyn, New York really helps. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way. Now it's my turn. Okay. So uh, what's going on here? I guess it should be a little bit. Oh, 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 now I think we got it just right. Oh, I hope so. Okay. Anyways, um. Uh, 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 anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling? And I know what people are going to say. Uh, storytelling, Matzah Shabbosim, is ending so late. Yeah, but there's something else. Some people have birthday parties and things like that. Some people have, you know, Rosh Chodesh assemblies in their schools and things of that nature, you know. Uh, things of that, you know. And besides, uh, I'll tell them this part. And besides, it's a good time not to wait till the last minute because right now is a perfect time to go over and start your booking for summer engagements if you want to hire me. <laughs> that means Rabbi Yitzhak, in case you didn't figure it out. Yes, that's correct. I think they're getting the idea. Uh, for summer engagements, that means, you know, let's say, for example... Uh, if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to tell stories in the summertime, like in your camp or in your bungalow colony, right? That's right. Or even locally, uh, um, uh, day camps or whatever, uh, don't wait till the last minute. Okay, and uh, also, of course, also, if people want, uh, and they want to be able to, um, um, how do you say it, um, 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 that uh, if you're interested in any karate demonstrations for your camp or bungalow colony, or if you're interested in a special program, uh, which Baruch Hashem is a very big hit among Hasidish bungalow colonies and, and camps, the Koyach from the Moyach, then by all means call uh, 718-375-1294. And don't wait the last minute, because I'm trying already now to put together... Uh, which days I will be up in the mountains to make performances. So if you want a good price, of course, the best thing to do is get it when I'm going to be up there for a few days. Okay, and I can be there more than one week. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way... Uh, okay, uh, you got to say one more thing. That's correct. I want you to know that tonight's program is dedicated as a refuah shlema to Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sora Miriam. Okay, so tonight's... Um, Tonight's, uh, what you call it? Uh, tonight's program. Right, right. You get so emotional. You know this guy. Yes, I do. Okay, so anyways, tonight's uh, program is dedicated as a refuah lema for Chaim Yosef Mansura Miriam. Okay, uh, is there anything else that I have to do? Are uh, your CDs? Oh, yes, if anybody's interested in buying my CDs, uh, story CDs or anything like that, or art lessons or martial art lessons or Qigong energy exercises, things like that, they can call 718-375-1294, right? Okay, we got that out of the way. Now we can go straight to the story. You have a story? I, I thought you were stalling for time. No, no, no. I came prepared with the story. It's interesting, I was just shown over there that somebody texted in a request for a particular story. Um, um, I made it special for that particular um, magazine that they're talking about. And uh, it, I will speak to them if they don't mind me telling it on the air. Call a cover, then I will tell Abbas Hashem next week. Okay, and uh, this week, though, I will tell a requested story also. This week's story 
Is it a requested story? Really? I didn't request it. You're not the only one here, you know. Somebody requested this particular story, and the reason why they, uh, they picked this particular story was for one simple reason. It has to do with Kimcha de Pescha. That's right. It has to do with Moaz Chitim, but not exactly. What do you mean, not exactly? Does it or doesn't it? Well, it does, but it doesn't. What do you mean? Well, you know, when it comes to Pesach time, you know, it's a very expensive yantiv, and people have to give tzedakah and money, what we call Moaz Chitim or Kimcha de Pescha. You know, so people should be able to have money for Pesach and have whatever they need for Pesach and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so therefore what? Well, therefore, <laughs> therefore, let me just explain it to you like this. Uh, this story was requested because it helps learn, or I, I should help, I should say, it helps teach us that we should learn to be a giver and not to be selfish and be a miser. Okay, so here we go. So what's the name of the story? Uh, okay, the name of the story is Give Me Food or Else. Give Me Food or Else? Ah, wow, what an interesting story. Did you ever tell it before? It's very possible. Most likely I did because it's a request from somebody. Oh, very good. So here we go. We're all going to be quiet now, right? Uh, who are you talking to? Myself and me and I and everybody else that's near me. My shadow and everything. We're, 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 you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, okay, so here we go. Um, Rabirs is now going to start the story. So everybody be quiet. Thank you, please. Okay, and even I'll be quiet. I hope so. Okay, give me food or else. Dedicated for a foolish lemma to Chaim Yisitzvi Ben Sora Miriam. Okay, here we go. Back a couple hundred years. Now, of course, I'm going to be changing some names and events because this is a very interesting story. What do you mean interesting? Is it interesting like an interesting or interesting like it's a controversial story or it's an upside down story? Uh, what, what kind of story is it? Uh, well, this is an interesting story, meaning that there's a lot of versions of this story. So I'm going to tell tonight one of the versions that I know. Ah, yes. Baruch Hashem, I will tell a story that I know. And, I mean, my version. I mean, whatever, just get moving, okay? It's getting late. Oh, yes, I forgot. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Give me food or else. Well, there was a person named Labela. And sometimes they call them like the Hasidish name, you know, like they say for label, Leibi or Leibela. So anyways, Leibi was a very interesting person. He got married to a person named Gittel. And they were very happily married. And Baruch Hashem, they were having their first child. And of course, there was a big simcha when the child was born. And of course, it was such a beautiful simcha. Everybody was so, so happy. Ah, yes, they were all so happy. Ah, yes. And of course, as time would have it, Labeler realized he cannot just do odds and end work. Uh, he has to do some bigger work to make more money to support his family that he just started. So what else would a guy do that has betochen and the rabbinic shalom and amun shachomim? Um, he would blow his nose and then make sure he took a shower first, maybe tevil in the mikveh, and then he would go see a rabbi. That's exactly what he did. I don't know about blowing his nose, but he definitely went to see the rabbi in his area. And in this particular place, it was called Kastinov. Kastinov. And in the place of Kastinov, the uh, Rav, or the Rebbe, was Rab Chaim Kastinov. That's what he was known as. So Rab Chaim Kastinov was over there, and in came, ah, yes, in came this person, Labela. So, Labela, are you ready? Ah, ready! 
Labeler, that's not the way I want you to talk. Come on, Labeler, act like a Labeler. All right, I'm, how's this? Is this a better Labeler? Yeah, that's much better. All right, you don't like when I went, hey, how's it going? No, 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 no. That might be for somebody else later in the story. Ah, okay, so this should be a Labeler? And what about my wife, Gittel? How should she sound? Um, like, uh... How about like this? That's Perfect, perfect. I like the way she sounds. Is that okay with you, Rabbi Herbs? Yeah, yeah, it's fine, fine, no problem. Okay, everybody into your place, into positions, and let's get on with the story. Uh, uh, right, okay. Uh, here I am by the Rebbe. Uh, let me knock on the door. Yum, 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 die. Hello, Rebbe. You're Rebbe Chaim, Heilige Tzadik. Hello. One second, let me get the door. Yes, can I help you? Uh, yeah, this is a, a labeler, you know. I'm a chosset from Rab Chaim, you know, and I was just wondering, I need to see the Rebbe. One moment, let me see if the Rebbe is available. One second, I'm going to take a look, I'm in it, one second. Heilige Rebbe, Rab Chaim, there's somebody outside waiting to see you. His name is Labeler. Oh, Labeler, of course. <laughs> I know, I know. Labeler, ah, yes, a young married couple, start a family, can I know? Ah, yes, a nice little boy chickle, yes, 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 yes. Okay, let him in, let him in. Can I come in yet? Yes, the rebel will see you now. Uh, thank you very much, okay. Uh, I have to go into the inner room, one second. Should I not? No, no, he's expecting you. Uh, all right. Uh, may I sit down? Allah, uh, sit down. The Rebbe is pointing you to sit down, so you sit down. Yes, of course. Leibala, uh, Leibala, sit down. Don't worry. Sit down, Leibala. You look a little bit worried, but relax. Everything that Hashem does is for the best, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Very good. So tell me, Leibala. What's on your mind? My, my mind? I'm wearing a yarmulke. There's a yarmulke right on top of my head, a yarmulke in the head, which underneath inside the cranium is my brain, and that's what I have inside is my mind, and the yarmulke, therefore, is right on top of my mind. I understand. Labeler, I like you. You have a good sense of humor. You make good jokes. Now, seriously, what is the reason you're here? Rabbi, you know my family can I know how it's starting to go and you know, I like to learn Torah, and I intend to continue learning Torah, but I do a little odds and end work, a little here, a little there. But you know, there's something that began to happen. Yes, what is it? I began to realize I don't have enough money for food on my table, and that's not very good. No, 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 that's not very good at all. So, you came here for a brocha, that you have panosa, yes? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm, I'm here for. I'm here for a brocha. Please. You'll be the male. I don't know what you call him. The, the guy who speaks to the Rebbe and, and, you know, you're like my messenger, my shliach, to talk to the Rebbe to tell, uh, to ask him. I shouldn't say to tell him because, you know, but even though I'm going to ask you to ask the Rebbe that you should give me panosha. Aha, I see. Well, I'll tell you the secret. You don't need me for you to have panosha. I don't need you. What do you mean? I, I, I need a bracha. No. You need to follow what our Torah tells us. To follow what our Torah tells us? What do you mean by that? It's very simple. We learn from Yitzchok Avinu that if a person is very makbid to give tzedakah, then of course he's going to be rich. 
Because what do many people think? Many people think that they don't have money. That's right. But besides that, what do they think? They think whatever money they have, if they hold on to it and they don't give tzedakah, then, you know, uh, they'll have more money. But, you know, sometimes they think, um, am, am I doing this right? Yes, yes, go on, go on. Uh, if they think, you know, if they gave away the money, they won't have money, and then they're going to be poor themselves. But if they have money and they give money, I mean, uh, he got the point. The point is, most people who have money, they think if they give it away for Tzedakah, it's not a good investment, and therefore they think they're going to become poor. I got a little secret for you. It's just the opposite. If a person has money and he realizes every penny a person has comes from the Rabbeinu Shalalem. And if a person recognizes that everything that he has comes from the Rabbeinu Shalalem, then there's one thing I could tell you that is so simple to understand. The key to riches is giving tzedakah. That's all. And not think chas for sholem. Chas for sholem not to think for a moment. Not even for a halber moment. Or the rakvoder or the pinky's worth of a moment. That if you hold back and give in tzedakah, you're going to be rich. Just the opposite. You can become very poor. So, you want the brocha? I don't need to give you the brocha. You have it within yourself. I, I do? I have a brocha within myself? Oh, wow. I get it. I understand. I could help myself. If I, whatever job I take, I give tzedakah. And no matter how little I make, I give tzedakah. And if I think that I'm not going to have enough for my family, I still give tzedakah. Because in the end, I'm going to have much more, right? That's right. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. So, what's up the libel? You're going to do this? <laughs> of course I'm going to do it. <laughs> Asylum? <laughs> of course, I've had it. I'm going to do this. Thank you very much, Rebbe. Zaggy uh, Bench. I'm giving the Rebbe bogus. I mean, okay, bye bye, bye bye. Oh boy, I'm so excited. Let me hurry up to my wife. Let me go inside. <laughs> Gitala, Gitala, Gitala. Yes, what is it? I went to the rabbi and he told me I don't need a brocha. What? What do you mean? <laughs> what do I mean? I have the brocha inside me the whole time. Really? What is it? Well, all we have to do is whatever job I do, whatever odds and ends I do, I take money and I give to the doctor. And even though it looks like I don't have enough for our family, I still give it to the doctor because in the end I'm going to have more. Wow, that sounds like a very good idea. I like that idea. Mm, very nice. Okay, let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right, tomorrow morning, Bez Hashem, I'm going to go and do my first job. Yum, dum, 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 dum. That is, first job that I'm going to give tzedakah to make my money even more growing. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you know I'm planting seeds of tzedakah. I mean, I know what you mean. Just go to sleep tonight and get a good night's rest so you can work very well tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I can work very well tomorrow. No problem. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. I did it. I Okay, let me say, Kriyash Malamita. And I'm going to And he slept through the night and the rooster crowed in the morning. And of course, he woke up. And he said his modahani, and he did everything that every yid does in the morning. And he went to Darwin, and he came home. All right, I'm ready for a good breakfast. Okay, yummy, yummy, oh, Frenchy, toasty. Ha, 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 ha. 
you may me a good wash and make a moisty. I'm going to get a breakfast. Oh, yeah, I'm going to eat very well. And then, oh, it's going to be gwaldic. And so, sure enough, Libelo went and he ate breakfast. And he enjoyed his breakfast. Oh, yes, indeed. He ate his breakfast and he enjoyed his breakfast. And then he was about to get up and leave because he was so excited. Libelo, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going off to work. What do you think? You forgot something. Uh, what? Don't tell me I forgot uh, my shoes, right? I forgot my shoes? No. My socks? No. My, my pants? No, 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 no. You have your pants and have everything. You just forgot to do something. Oh, right. I should blow my nose? No, 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 no. That's what you You don't need to blow your nose. You need to bench. Bench? Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> you know that? You're right. And benching is very important because, you know, if a person doesn't bench, he doesn't think that he ate food and that he had food. You know, it's very important if a person would just stop for a moment instead of rattling the bench and going, if a person stopped and concentrated on the words of his benching, oh, unbelievable what it would be. <laughs> a person would stop and think and concentrate. What? He would see the power it's inside benching. Oh. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh, okay, no, no, let me bench. And of course he benched. And after that, he told his wife, All right, I benched, I'm on my way. Zyke benched. I just did bench. What are you talking about? I mean, Zyke benched. I benched. No, 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 Zyke benched. After you bench, I want to bench you again. Boy, you only have to bench one time. I, I mean, I'm not washing again. No, 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 just go, 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 go. Do everything. For... All right, I go, I go. Let me see where I can work today. Hmm. Ah. Hatzkele, uh, how are you? Libele, libele, libele. Which I eat libele. What can I do for you? Uh, listen, you know, <clears throat> I'm in very good mood today. I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> healthy and strong. Can I know poo And you know how to spit when you talk. I I'm sorry about that. Uh, anyways, I was wondering if you need a little extra hand today and... Oh, Hashem, I have two hands. Hashem gave me the extra hand. I have one hand and I have an extra one. Ah. And you know what I mean? You maybe need a worker today? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you the truth. If you can help me chop this wood into smaller pieces so I can sell it in the marketplace, then I will pay you um, at least one kopeck uh, for each uh, bundle that you make, okay? How's that sound? It sounds great. Give out it, give out it, give out it. And so that day, what he ended up doing was he worked chopping. And he chopped those woods into smaller pieces. <laughs> this is hard work. But all right, I made 22 bundles. Wow, that's a lot of bundles. So 22 kopecks. I want to be good today. And sure enough, he took the money from Chatzkala. And he went over... And he took Meisegeld. He took off Meisegeld from it. And he went over. And sure enough, you could rest assured. He gave that tzedakah. Just like the Heleget Tzaddik. Rab Chaim told him to. He gave tzedakah. And the next day, when he woke up. After the rooster crowed, after he did Negelvasa, the whole works, of course, Morris and everything. He did everything. I know, like every year is supposed to do. Uh, I thought you were going to be quiet. I know, but I would just have to do that part. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, anyway, so what ended up happening was, is that he went over and he went to look what else he could do that day. <laughs> you know, maybe if this keeps up, I can get my own job. <laughs> I mean, I can make some my own business. Ah, 
I see he's over there at the fruit stands. Um, uh, Yossela! That's me. No, 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 not you, Yossi. That's another Yossi. Oh, 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 hi, Yossi. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Are you in the story today? No, 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 no. Uh, he is. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 hello. How are you? Shalom Aleichem. Bishmachtaich. Yossalam. I see you got all these barrels of fruits over here, these bushels and everything, bushels upon bushels of fruit, and you're trying to load it up to a wagon. We have so many bushels of fruit. If you take this by yourself, you'll never finish by the time you load up your wagon. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> you're going to get to the marketplace. Everybody's going to go home. You'll never sell your fruit. Okay, so what are you suggesting? I'm suggesting maybe if you pay me a little bit, I'll help you to put it on your wagon, and then you'll get there twice as fast. All right, it's a very good idea. I like that. Okay, let's go. And sure enough, he helped him load on the wagon. Don't drop the bushels. Otherwise, it's, it's, it's useless. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to drop that. I'm sorry. Very sorry. Okay, I put it up gently. How is that? That's wonderful. But if you do it so slow like that, I'll never get to the bottom. All right, I'll do it like a mensch. And sure enough, he did it like a mensch. And there was no doubt about it. And he went over and he did such a good job. He was so happy. He paid him whatever he made up with him. No matter how many kopecks it was, he took it. And of course, he gave his tzedakah. And he was wondering. Hmm. I wonder. I'm giving the tzedakah. And I made a little bit less today than I did yesterday. Ah, get it. Hashem must be testing me. That's what it is. Of course, Hashem is testing me to see if I will get discouraged by my making less today. <laughs> I'm not going to get discouraged. I'm going to keep my betochen. I'm going to keep my moon and betochen. No question about it. And sure enough, he did. And for that whole week, he was going fluctuating a little bit more, a little less. And finally... The next week came. He met somebody very interesting when he went out to find work. Oh, excuse me. You look like a nice, strong fellow. Can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, you can talk to me for two minutes if you have some work for me. And then you can talk to me for three minutes or four minutes. If you give me the work, I, you can talk to me as long as you want. I mean, I'm not supposed to be talking while I'm working. But what I mean is if you want to pay me, that I should talk to you, fine. But in the meantime, I have to make some money, so I need to find a job. Well, I have a job for you. It's a very easy job for you. Listen to me. You see this wagon that I have here? Yeah, it's loaded with lights. Uh, lots and lots of, um, how you call it, uh, meh, meh. Brooms, shovels, right? Uh, all kinds of different farming equipment, right? Uh, yeah, like a general store. Yeah, have a general store in your wagon. That's right. Now, let me explain you something, okay? It's very simple for me to explain. Okay? Now, hear this. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for anything. You tell me I am ready. All right. Okie dokies. So, let me tell you... Let me tell you like this. Yeah. I would like to leave my wagon by you. And I would like to go into the base of marriage and learn. And I would like to make sort of a Yisach as a woolen deal with you. All right, we'll share my tire with you. I'm not sure you're going to sell this stuff in the wagon. Why do you bring it if you're not going to sell it? Because you're going to sell it. 
and you're going to help me make money, and I'm going to help you get schar for learning Torah. I'll share my Torah, you share the schar for this thing. You help me, I help you. What do you say? I got you a like idea, I like it. And sure enough, he went to work for this man, and he started to do this for several days, because he didn't need to go anywhere else. And whatever this man packed in the wagon was a strange muzzle. Whatever was packed in there, this person, Libela, managed to sell. No matter what, he sold everything. He never stood at the end of the day at a full wagon or a half-empty wagon. He stood at the end of a full day with an empty wagon. Not even a drop of anything was left in the wagon. He sold out. And sometimes he sold out by early afternoon. It's an amazing thing. And of course, I know, I know, I know. He was giving tzedakah like it was supposed to. <clears throat> Are you telling the story or I am? Uh-oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You better be. Okay, so anyways, so what happened was is, uh, like as he said, he was giving tzedakah and he realized he was coming richer. And eventually, he was able to start up a little business of some sort. And since now he knew quite a lot about hardware and, um, you know, farming tools and everything like this, he was able to sell it. So he made a new deal. He would go over, since he had money, now he has a certain amount of money to use what we call capital. Capital? I know, like the capital of the United States, you know, like uh, uh, Washington, D.C., and capital of New York, Albany, and things like that. No, 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 no. Capital also means money. Money? Ah, see. Okay, we're not going to get into politics. Go ahead. Yes, we're not. Anyway, so what happened was is that he had so much money, well, I don't mean like he was a millionaire yet, but he had so much money that he had enough to be able to feed his family and enough to buy things and enough to rent a little place. So he rented a shop and he took this shop. He took the shop, put it in his back pocket. No, 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 no. Didn't put it in his back pocket. He took the shop and used it to make his parnasa. And there was a new store, Libby's General Store. And this man who wanted to go learn every day he went over, and he brought him the supplies. So instead of selling from the wagon, he sold it from the store. And because he had a store, he brought him lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of supplies. And again, this person, Libby, made sure every single day to make sure that at the end of the day, he looked at the money, saw what he made, and he took off the mice that he was supposed to. Took off the document like he's supposed to. He took off the Misa guilt, he took off his proper Misa, and he took it and he gave it to Zuckers, various Zuckers, and everybody liked him. It became so known that Libby is a big bald Zuckers that people started coming to his house. Hello, Libby, how did my business, you know, it fell apart, you know, it's almost like uh, my shoes, they fell apart. <laughs> oh, listen, I was just wondering, uh, Baruch Hashem, you're doing well. Would you be able to so I could get back on my feet? I, I like to give you a loan to get back on your feet, but it looks like you're standing right now. Oh, I see, but your shoes are uh, ripped apart. Okay, yeah, no problem. How much you need? Okay, sure, I give you a loan. You know what? You can pay me whenever you have a chance. And sure enough, it sounded great. Libby was growing up to be... Hey, what do you mean growing up? He's already grown up. I mean, you know, like, um, he's married, he's a couple of children and everything. I mean, he grew up. What I meant was he was growing up to be a bigger, bigger 
Baal Tzedakah, Baal Chesed, than he ever was before. Wow, sounds very interesting. Yes, it is. Well, anyways, of course, what happened was is he realized that his business was doing so well that he began to wonder, should he still stay in the same place or not? You know, Gittel, we are doing so well, can I know Maybe it's time we moved on, because I don't know how big of a store we can make over here. There's a small shtetl over here. Maybe we should move to a bigger shtetl. What do you say? Sounds like a good idea. But let's not do anything without Das Torah. So let's go over and ask the Halik Tzadik, Rab Chaya of Kestanov. What do you say? Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. I go. Yum, 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 yum. Here we are again. Hello, is the Rebbe there? One second. Oh, Leibel. Uh, you brought another donation to help for pitching Shavuyan. Achnas is What did you bring for, huh? I bring for everything. I bring for Achnas' color. I bring for Achnas' take the garbage out. Whatever. You know, everything. As the Rebbe tells me, give Tzedokke, ich gebe Tzedokke. Okay, no more guy. Is the Rebbe able to see me now? For you, of course. And if it wasn't for me, I want the Rebbe to see me because I am me. You know what I mean? Not because I have money. You know what I mean? Of course. I'm just joking with you. You think for a moment that the Rebbe shows favoritism? Absolutely not. If he wasn't able to have some time for you right now, he would tell you that he doesn't have time for you. But your timing is impeccable. So the time that you came here, he has time to see you. Go right in. Shalom Aleichem, Rebbe. How are you? How are you? How are you? It's nice if you open the door before you go in. Ah, that's a good idea. Shalom Aleichem, Rebbe. Rabbi Chaim, how are you? Baruch Hashem. Ah, wonderful. So tell me, Zog Mechapis. Tell me a good word. What, what, ah, ah, you look so happy. I remember, was it uh, like almost two, three years ago? What was it? Four years ago? I think it was maybe. You came to me, you look so sad. You see that? I didn't have to give you the bracha. You gave your own bracha. So, what can I do for you? Uh, well, I want to get a bracha again. Or at least advised how to use the bracha that I have. Okay. Tell me what's the problem. Well, Rabbi, it's not a problem. Baruch Hashem, we're doing wonderful. And uh, the business is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> and if we get bigger and bigger, we have to have a place where to make the business. But around here, there's not enough room to expand. You know what I mean? And has for sure, I don't want to make my business so big, it takes away from the other people that have a smaller business. You understand? Ah, that's already a chesed. I like that. So you understand correctly, you're requesting from me if I should give you the shoes. I mean, I mean, well, I... I... Listen, you have free will. You could do as you please. But of course, I just want you to know, wherever you go, you'll be matzliach. As long as you remember to give tzedakah, remember that. That's the key to your success. That's the key to your riches, is to remember to give tzedakah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. I, write, I, I, I understand. I write away. I'm going to make sure I make myself a notation to do this. So the rabbi says, okay, if I move to another town. Zicher. Just do the same thing you're doing here. Do over there. All right. And that means because it's a bigger place, you can do more tzedakah. All right. So, Zaygesun. All right. And, uh, I mean, I mean, okay, bye. <coughs> and sure enough, what happened was, uh, good old Ablebele, <laughs> he moved with his family, and he moved to another town. And I don't exactly remember what the name of the town is, and, but it's not as important as to understand what's going on in the story. So, here we go. He's in this town, and he looks for a big place to buy, and he buys it. 
And of course, after buying such a big place for his business, he needs to have a house to match. And he buys this big, huge, huge house. Nobody has such a big house like that. They say that house belonged to one of the, uh, the uh, Boritz's son, but now he moved to another country, so he didn't need it. So he put it up for sale, but nobody was able to afford it. But along comes Leibish, Leibala, Label, Leiby, whichever way you want to call him. And he buys this piece of property. And sure enough, people began to notice. Somebody could call if somebody bought the house over there. This is not the part of son's house. It's very expensive. Schwebel's so there. must be a rich man. Oh, look, look. Come, come closer. Come closer. Look. <coughs> you didn't call me closer to cough all over me, did you? No, no, no. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. Too late. Look, look over there on the door. There's a, there's a grosser mezuzah. He's a Jewish man. Hey, a rich man finally came to our, our, our town. Ah, Balzidok, I'm sure. I'm sure, sure, sure. Yes, let's go and tell the people because we have a lot of poor people here, and they're going to go to him for Tzedokia. And sure enough, the word spread. And there'll be a knock on Leiby's door at the end of the day when he was back home after he closed his store. Uh, yeah, uh, who's there? Who's there? It's me. Uh, uh, hi, Pinchas. May I come in? Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Come in. Shalom Aleichem. Um, 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 come on, speak up. You spoke nicely when you were in front of the door. Speak now. Don't be a shy. Don't be afraid. I'm not going to bite you. <laughs> Good joke. Anyways, I know who you are. Your name is Pinchas. No, what can I do for you? Um, uh, I have to marry off a daughter. Uh, um, and, um, um, do you think you can help me out? Sure, I've had 100%. Here, uh, would this be enough? Wow, I can't believe it. You gave me a thousand rubles. Wow, unbelievable. Thank you so much. May Hashem bless you, Zagibet. Uh, thank you very much, no problem. And so sure enough, in the beginning, that is, in the beginning, while Leiby and his wife were there, in this particular town, he gave a lot of tzedakah. But the word spread that there's a rich man in town. And Leiby and his wife began to sit down and discuss something very interesting. Um, Leiby, we have to sit down and talk about something. Hey, yeah, where's Givaldic? Mommy's for becoming rich people, and, and, and we're giving a lot of Shadok here. It's Givaldic, isn't it? Uh, yes and no. What do you mean, yes and no? I mean, we're rich because we give Shadok no? Yes, however, there's Shadok and there's Shadok. What do you mean? You're starting to give more tzedakah than you have to. And that's wrong. Is there something wrong with that? I mean, Baruch Hashem, we have enough whatever we need, and we have a little extra money, so sure, we can go above the thing, and we can give more than what we have to give, more than the minimum. No, what do you say? I say, uh, ham. You say, ham? I say that we have to give a little bit less tzedakah because... You know, the rabbit probably told us. What do you mean probably? He did tell us. If we give Tzedakah, we become rich. Yes, but he said we have to give Tzedakah, meaning the proper miser. But if you're giving too much money, then we're not going to become rich. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna to become poor. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. Uh, it's a good point, a good point. <clears throat> and so what happened was is, Leibler, Leibi, Leibish. Whichever way you want to call him. Right. 
So anyways, this person, Libby, he went over and he still gave tzedakah, but a little bit less. And then he didn't hop what was going on. But his wife hopped, but not the way he should be hopping. And not the way he should be hopping. And not the way both of them should be hopping. Right. Oi, oi, oi. Look at this. Now we're giving less tzedakah. And I still think you're giving too much tzedakah. And what do you mean? Why do you mean I'm giving too much tzedakah? Why? Why? Well, take a look. We seem to be making less money. Or we're making the same amount of money, but we're giving away too much. All right, all right. We'll give a little less, a little less. <clears throat> and sure enough, slowly but surely, he began giving less and less until finally there was a knock on the door. Excuse me, pardon me. Um, I and my friend over here, we come from a very distant village, and we are here to collect Prognosis Kalle, right? Mendelsung, um, tell him, tell him. Oh, yeah, we are here uh, from our, our road, from our city. And uh, he told us that we should come over here because he heard about you, the Kabir, and uh, we can collect money for Achnos's color. So what do you say? Do oh, you want to help us out or the boss? Yeah, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you out the door. I'm sorry. I could only give you this here coin over here today. Like it maybe another time I'll give you more money. But right now, this is what I can give. But I don't understand. I understand. I reached my quota. I can't help it. I'm going to go broke. I'm starting to get poor myself. And sure enough, what ended up happening was, day after day, he started to give less and less tzedakah. But he didn't hop. That he was starting to become somewhat poorer. His business was not doing as, as well. And he was losing more and more money. And he couldn't understand why. And he felt that he's giving tzedakah. But he didn't hop. And neither did his wife. They both didn't hop. And then one day, in the town of Kastanov, where Leiby first came from, somebody came there and went straight to the Rav, Rav Chaim Kastanov. Yes, as I was saying, apparently, uh, this person who came to our town, uh, first he did one out of Shadokah. This person, uh, library, library, whatever, anyways, there were a lot of seductions to be tenants, yes, yes, yes. But then this time, what happened, uh, what happened was this, that uh, um, he slowed down, I don't know why, but the nurse, I'm saying, is getting worse. Now, he doesn't even give a penny, even, not even a rusty penny. Nothing, he's giving nothing. He has a sign in the door, sorry, no, no, no funds available for Sadaka. I, I wonder what's happened to him. And the Rav started to close his eyes. Hey, hey, this is not like Libby. You know, the problem is, he moved away from here, and he's not so close to me, and if I can't give him guidance, it's a very important thing. Wherever a person goes, he should always be in the vicinity where he has a Rav that he can ask Shailas to. And so this Heiliger, Rav Chaim Kastanov, was thinking and thinking. And apparently he must have had a spark of Ruach HaKadosh because he came to a very interesting conclusion. Oi, Vayazmir! Oi, this is terrible! Oi, oi, oi! Leiby doesn't even realize there's only one thing we can do! Shamish, come here! It's an emergency! Yes, Rebbe, what is it? I need you to find me no matter how long it takes. You must hurry up and find me and bring me Herschel Astrapoli. You must bring him here, right away. Yes, Rebbe. I will go right away. 
and thank you very much for telling us about this. I mean, I understand what you meant. Don't worry. You meant as a trellis. We're going to help him. We're going to see to it that things change. Don't worry. We're going to fix it. And of course, the Gabai went and he found Herschel Astropoli. Excuse me, uh, Herschel Astropoli, is that you? Ha ha ha! Hey, it's not my old friend over there. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're the guy by my room, Chaim Kastanov. <laughs> Good to see you. So what can I do for you? Uh, the Rebbe wants to see you, if you don't mind, right away. The <laughs> Rebbe wants to see me. Oh, I want him. Maybe he has a shlichus for me. <laughs> and sure enough, he went to the Heiliget Sadiq, and he came to Reb Chaim Kastanov. And he sat down over there. Yes, Rabbi, what can I do for you? And the Heiliget Sadik said, Listen to me. I, Rabbi Herschel, I have to tell you something. One of my Hasidim who moved away from here, he starts to get a little careless with the mitzvah of Tzedakia. And he doesn't realize that he's getting poorer because he stopped giving Tzedakia. And if he continues along this pathway, he is going to become so poor. He is going to become so embarrassed because he's going to have to sell his mansion. Then he's going to have to sell his business. And he's going to be a, a tzabrochana mensch. He's going to be a broken person. So I need something from you. Ah, what do you need from me? Should I twist his arm and tell him give tzedakah or I'll pinch you right in the nose? <laughs> hey, that's what I like about you, Heschler. Everything's with a joke, but at least... Uh, I hope you're doing it in a kosher way. Ah, of course, Rebbe. I wouldn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. So what can we do? What would you like me to do? I know that you're very smart and very sharp. The Ica thing is like this. If nobody gets that this libel should start giving Tzedakah, there's going to be a terrible, terrible gezerah on him. And I don't want to see that happen. You have to get him to do tshuva. And the first step first is to get him to give Tzedakah. And of course, the highest form of Tzedakah, as you know, is like the Moshu. Why does a woman get more schaf for the giving of Tzedakah than the husband? Because you know why. Of course I know why. Sure. You think Herschel Astapol is not smart. But like I said, I have a stickle head on my shoulders. All right. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm a big person over six feet tall. I think I'm about six, nine, 360 pounds. But that doesn't matter. But what I want you to understand, Rabbi is that I know what you're talking about. Because a man, when he sees somebody's poor, he can only give him money for tzedakah. But the woman, uh, she can give immediately food that she has in the house. And that's a little quicker to help the poor person, right? Yeah, that's right. You got this 100% right. Beautiful. Excellent. So, do you think you'll think of something? Eh, don't you worry about a thing, Rebbe. With Hashem's help, I'll come up with a plan. Besides... I got, until I get to that village, I got all that time to think of some plan. And sure enough, Herschel Astropola, Herschel Astropola, or Herschel Astropoli, depending which way you pronounce it, Herschel Astropoli came to the town. And he arrived. And he starts going straight, straight to the house. Excuse me, pardon me, sir. I don't mean to tell you this, but uh, are you a poor person going to look for Tzedakah? Yeah, why? Well, don't go there. Ah, he's a rich man. Look at the size of the house. Yeah, the size of the house. Uh, in the hin. But you know what? 
He was a very stingy person. He used to be good in giving to dog, but now he's very stingy. He doesn't give a penny. Not even a penny. Ah, he'll give me. Don't you worry. Excuse me. Uh, pardon me. Uh, where, where are you going? I'm going to that house over there. I'm going to get a meal. What do you say? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're wasting your breath. Don't go there. You'll never get a thing. I'm going to get. You'll see. You'll see. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Hey, David, maybe you can convince him. Oh, yeah, sure, I'm going to convince him. How do you do, how do you do, how do you do? Uh, you're a stranger here. Well, let me tell you something. If you need a meal, come to my house. Don't go to the Sky Label. I'm sorry, I hate to talk less than and I really don't want to, but I don't want you to get embarrassed either, you know, because he's going to throw you out. Ha! I'd like to see him pick me up and throw me out. Look how big I am. That's a good point. You might be one of the first poor people that he can't throw out. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you don't want to get embarrassed. Ah, don't you worry. Nothing embarrasses Herschelostropoli. Herschelostropoli? You're the famous... Yeah, that's me. All right, don't worry about it. Don't make me into a ball guy with it. All right, let me go to the house here. <laughs> let me walk up the walkway, and let me knock on the door. Aha. Come on, answer the door. Uh, um, uh, um, no, another person comes to answer the door. Well, we know what to do. Uh, uh, excuse me, uh, who is there? It's me, Herschel Astropoli. Oh, that's very nice. I don't know any Herschel Astropoli. Hey, you'll know me very soon if you open the door. But if I don't open the door? Then I'll huff and I'll puff. And I'll... No, 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 don't blow the house down. This is not the story with the three little pigs, okay? This is a different story. Hello, get the story right. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you once. And, you know, take a look out your window and look at the size of me. I'm sure you're going to want to open your door when you see the size of me. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Let me look out the window here. Let me push the curtain aside. All right, then. Ay, 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 ay. Look at the size of this guy. Wow. What is he, Oigmel Habushin or something? Um, Gitler, come here, come here. What, 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 what? Keep a cook of this man. Look how big he is. Should we open the door? Maybe he's going to break down the door if we don't, we don't open the door. Then it's going to cost us a lot of money to fix. All right, open the door, see what he wants. Okay, okay. Um, um, I'm coming. Oh, that's good. Smart choice. I'm glad you opened the door. All right. Go ahead, open. I'm waiting. Uh, don't make me wait too long. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm coming a little faster. <laughs> okay, okay, here it goes. Mm. All right, now what can I do for you? Ah, uh, you see, I'm Herschelostropoli. And I am big. And I am hungry. And I am very hungry. And I need you to give me a meal. So what do you say? Oh, I got an answer for you. Um, um, my husband and I would love to help you. That's great. So set a table for five people, and that would be my portion. If you have any other guests, that's fine by me. No, 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 you know, Zen. Um, we can't help you. Maybe there was a time we could, but right now, um, we just don't do these things anymore. I'm sorry. Ah, you're sorry? And you agree? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, well, you see, I mean, things are rough, you know, I mean, you know, if I give you tzedakah, then I won't have enough for myself, you know what I mean? So I, 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 we got to hold on to things, you know, and lately business has not been the way it should be, so uh, we got to really be careful. Hmm, so the rabbi was right. These people don't even hop why they're not doing so well. <laughs> well, time to fulfill my plan. All right, 
I said my name is... I, I know your name is Herschel Astropoli. That's right. And do you know that... I, yes, you're a very big fella. And I am, and you're a big fella. And I'm hungry! Uh, I'm sorry, sorry. And when I'm hungry, I get really hungry. And therefore, you better give me something to eat right now! Or else! Or else! One second, one second. Let me talk it over my mouth. I face me, you know something? This guy is so big. I mean, you look at the size of him. I mean, so big. I mean, he must be like a, like a giant or something. You know, I mean, if we don't give him to, to eat, maybe he's going to sit on us and crush us and make us into a pancake. Oh, don't be ridiculous. You're overreacting. I won't overreact when he sits on me and squashes me. What do we do? All right, let's give him just a little bit of soup, okay? A little bit of soup. Oh, and you know what? You know what? I have an old piece of gefilte fish. Let's give him that first. Uh, excuse me. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll give you a piece of gefilte fish. I have some leftover from Shabbos. Here you go. You can have the gefilte fish. What do you say? Hmm, all right, I'll eat it. Ah, oh, that was delicious. But you know what? I am still hungry. But I'm sorry. I give you what I could afford to give you. I can't give you any more. Listen to me. If you don't give me something to eat, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what my father did. I raise me. I raise me. Are you going to do what your father did? Wow. Okay, right away. And sure enough, he gave him more food to eat. And he gave him more food and more food. And every time he gave more food, and when he wanted to stop giving, he just repeated, If you don't give me to eat, I'll do what my father did. And finally they gave him such a big, full-course meal, enough to feed an army. And then he finished his meal, and he said, Thank you very much. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Have a good night. Uh, yeah, may I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. And, um, um, you know, um, I hope you don't mind me asking, um, when your father didn't get food, when he asked people for food, um, I mean, and you said you were going to do what your father did, um, I mean, what did your father do exactly? Oh, if my father asked for food and nobody gave him food, you know what he did? No, 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 please tell me. He went hungry. He went hungry. We were both fooled by this. No, you weren't fooled. And Herschel Astropoli told over everything that the Rubs said. And all of a sudden, they both started crying. I mean, we were so foolish. That's why we're losing money. Not because we st stopped giving to Doki and we're getting less and less. Or because we gave too much. Ay, 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 because we stopped giving. Ay, ay, ay. You better start giving again. And the next morning, or I should say even that, well, yeah, it was next morning because he just left in the evening. That's right. Don't mix up the parts. I won't mix up the parts. Uh, you're pretty good, though. I, I know. Thank you. So basically, I'll tell you what happened. I got to speed it up because I got the signal. We're running out of time. Okay. So anyways, what ended up happening was... <laughs> oh, you're out of breath already. Okay. Anyways, what happened was is that uh, he went right away back to uh, Rabbi Chaim Kastanov, and he begged him for forgiveness. And he says, it's not his forgiveness. You have to beg from Rabbi Shalalem. He's just a shliach. And of course, he begged, and he was mispalled that a bunch of should forgive him. And he started giving tzedakah again. And once again, Leibi and his wife Gittel became very wealthy. But this time, though, they remembered that if Hashem blesses you with extra, you have to use it right. Use it for proper things. Wow, that was fantastic, and I didn't interrupt that many times, right? That's right. Uh, do we have a time for any phone calls? Or maybe one or two? Oh, whatever. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. I didn't tell the story in a long time. I forgot how many times I look at the wrong clock. That clock is broken over there. I didn't realize it. Okay, yes. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? 
Uh, hello, anyone here? Yes, Marsha, that's you, right? Uh -huh, yes, that's right. Yes, uh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, wait, I forgot. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Yes, okay Listen, I did not learn any lessons, and I didn't really hear the story. I'm sorry. All right, so then I'll have to go to another caller. Okay. I know, bye. Bye. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Fry Lowy. Fry Lowy, okay. So what lesson you learned tonight's story? Uh, they, they, they should... They should uh, do a lot of achmas darchim. Right. You should have menas hachamim. Right. You should give tzedakah and you should have Very good. Excellent. That's great. Okay, and thank you. And I want to give a shout out to... Well, there's no more time for that. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry that uh, I was looking at the wrong watch in the studio here. The one watch here seemed to have stopped. <laughs> so I'm off key with the time. So I want to wish everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. And until next week, so long. Goodbye.